Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Well, Lightning General Manager Julian Brisebois gave his post-mortem of his team on Thursday. You'll hear why he is sticking with Coach John Cooper. And the Bucks. well, they're livid about the NFL schedule that was handed to them this week and have some good reason to be. And are the Rays truly the best team in baseball? I know they have the best record. Are they the best overall? We'll ask Chris Torello, the host of Spectrum Sports 360 on Bay News 9, one of the bright young sports reporters in our market, and a man of many voices. We've got all that and more on this edition of Sports Day Tampa Bay. I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times, along with producer Steve Versnick. Hey, if you'd like to sponsor a portion of this podcast, we've got lots of new ways you can do that. Our advertisers are showing great success, and you will too. So for information, all you have to do is this. Reach out to us on Twitter at SportsDayTB. You can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud, or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. We would love to have you be part of our team. All right, uh, Chris Torello joins us now, and I'm excited about uh, having you, Chris, because, uh, of course, I know you from Spectrum and, and on all of that and seeing you guys over there when I do the TV thing, and then you're, you're kind of everywhere in the community, and people know you from uh, Channel 9 and all that. But it's great to have you on the podcast. And um, the two of us, the one thing I don't like about this interview is that you do, you do a much better Chris Berman than me, and I pride myself on Berman, so... There's that, but you also do some other guys. But that's not why I had you. I had you uh, be- because because you 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 have you have worked in sports in this community. You have some, I'm sure, some good takes on on what is going on uh, with the Bucks, the Rays, the Lightning, etc. Let Let's start with the Lightning because uh, Julian uh, Brisebois, uh, just as we're doing this podcast, uh, taping this, uh, had his sort of post mortem, I guess, press conference. You would say. And uh, and it, it yes, it is a postmortem, folks. There is a toe tag on the Lightning season right now, but you know what he said about John Cooper. I know there's been a lot of speculation. Clearly, they signed him to an extension before the playoffs. Then they lose in four games to Columbus, and there's there's a lot of talk about wh- whether you know Cooper can get this team to the Stanley Cup and win it. Mm-hmm. But I was stunned a little bit by Brisebois just sort of defiantly saying that had he not signed him to an extension before the playoffs, he would do so now. Did that surprise you at all, or is that just how, how resolute they are behind John Cooper? Well, what surprises me is that the man doesn't own a suit jacket. I mean, he comes out in the white shirt, and <laughs> it's, right. it's like he's like, you ever seen what's that with Tommy Boy with Callahan Auto, and it's like Dan Aykroyd's <laughs> character with Selinski. He's like, Selinski, I sell an American-made car for the American-made man, and he like unloosens his tie and stuff. And I'm like, I'm just waiting for him to do a commercial, to be honest with you. But it's so um, true. No, I mean, I listen, I, I think, listen, Julian's a very good hockey man. I think he knows what he's talking about. But what was really funny to me, Rick, was he goes on kind of a little bit of a tangent where he goes, listen, uh, Florida Panthers just hired uh, Joel Quenville. Elaine Vigneault has been hired by the Flyers. He mentions those two guys and then like two other names, Rick. And I'm sitting mm. there thinking, oh, you had a short list. You, you had a short <laughs> list, buddy. That's right. You already had, like, let me tell you something, people. If you think. 
that like at Duke, Mike Shashevsky, as great a coach as he is, if you don't think the Duke athletic director has a list of coaches he's ready to call if something happens tomorrow with Coach K, you're has crazy. To. Same, yeah, same thing to. with Jason Light in the Bucks. Now at, mm-hmm. at Alabama, Nick Saban has a list of athletic directors, but you know that's neither <laughs> that's here nor there. But it works the other way, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no, that's the way I want it, and that's the way it's going to be. All right. So, um, but I think that's <laughs> that's kind of the the premise is that you have Julian Breesbaugh who had a short list. The problem is, is he had already committed to John Cooper. I'm fine with him committing to John Cooper. Listen, if you're going to ride into town on the horse, you might as well leave town on the same mm, horse. Good point. But these two, yeah. these two are officially glued together and whatever success they have from here on out i mean i think we all agree steve eisman would have left john cooper on the on the runway he would have left him like lane kiffin or something on the tarmac so i just think that's that's kind of where he's kind of like saying listen this is the guy i chose and i'm not going to waver from that and i give him credit because it takes a lot to stand up there and say hey this is the guy i would have paid even after a disaster so i give him a little bit of credit for that but you know what they need to have some changes but i'm okay if it's not the guy on the bench are you okay? Well, let's let's talk about that because Eiserman did have a chance to to hire a couple coaches. The last of which mm. was Cooper. Um, you know, he he did fire one himself. So maybe this will be the you know the first uh, for Breezebaugh. But you know what what people always pick up on is that you know as long as you're winning and they won sixty two games and you know you you're not a yeller and a screamer and you sit there and chew the gum, then you're sort of cerebral and your team's in control and you know, look how poised you are and how poised the team is. As soon as you start losing, now you have no fire, right? Um, and mm-hmm. I, I think what the only thing that changes is whether you win or you lose. But he's lost in the playoffs, uh, not right away. I mean, they made it to the Eastern Conference Final and needed just one more game to go to the Stanley Cup, and he's been to a Stanley Cup, but he hasn't gotten across the finish line. So if you're not going to change the coach, then I suppose that means – that you're going to have to structurally do something different, or are you just chalking it up to, well, this wasn't our year? I mean, I don't, I don't know how you can look at this season as great as it was in the regular season, and not every time it's thought about, it's going to be thought about for its failure, not for its success. Oh, yeah, 62 wins you don't even look at anymore. I mean, that didn't even happen as far as I'm concerned. I mean, it, it's remarkable, but I'll tell you what. Changes are coming. Brees Ball said as much. He even said that, you know, listen, I'm not going to just blow this thing up. We have really good coaches, really good players. Why would I ruin a lot of good just for a four, you know, an unfortunate, you know, four-game stretch, basically? And I agree with him, but I do think you're going to see trades. I do think you're going to see guys who maybe would have been re-signed not get re-signed. You know, you have to pay Braden Point. He needs money. He's making what six, seven hundred thousand dollars. There's no way you're not paying that guy. All right. And then I think a guy like JT Miller, who does not have a no trade clause. Tyler Johnson does. Same with Alex Kalorn. Those guys are both making money they shouldn't be making. Alex went to Harvard, so he gets a bump. But I think you know when when you look at all of these all of these names, it's like wait, wait, JT Miller's making how much? Tyler Johnson's making what? I think there's a problem there. So I think JT, who was signed, I believe, last offseason because he came in on a trade last February. So I think he's Mm -hmm. gone. I think he's one of those prime candidates. Um, But they're going to have to do something. You're not going to get a Jonathan Drouin type of deal back, but you're not trading Stamkos. He's one of the best players on the planet. He is the captain. Whether you like him as a vocal leader, he's not. But you're going to have to trade some of those role guys. And then... I'm sorry to say this, a guy like Ryan Callahan, he's not going he's not going to be here. He's a buyout no. candidate. You Absolutely. know, Strawman's Strawman's the same way. He he proved he's not healthy. I think Girardi isn't going to be back. I think a guy like Coburn could be back if he's, 
you know, if, if it, the money is right, but they need to go out. Cal Foote's going to be up next year, but they need to go out and find another guy who I couldn't care less. They need to find Jim Leyritz. I don't care what he does from <laughs> April through September. I just, Wait I think it was Bob. Yeah. I need to find a no. guy who just shows up in the playoffs. Bob Costas. Right. I'll never forget it. Bob Costas. You know, I mean, I, I, I wax poetic. Like, I can't do a Bob Costas. That's the best I <laughs> That's can do. That's not bad. But That's I not know. bad. Yeah, exactly. You know, but I remember it was game four of the 99 World Series, and he was calling the game, and Leyritz steps up. The game's already out of hand. The Yankees are going to sweep the Braves. And Leyritz comes up and just belts one to left center. And he's rounding third, and Bob Costas goes, you know, you could send this guy to a resort for the whole spring and summer as long as he came back in October. <laughs> and that's exactly what I need. I need a Wayne Simmons. I need a guy who knows what the hell's going on. Not game one through 82. Give me game 83 through 100. Those are the guys mm. I need. You know, I mean, would Eric Carlson come here if you can clear enough money? Maybe. But those are the guys you need. It's no longer about one through 82. It's about the rest of the way. It's once you get to April 10th. I don't care about anything before that. Well, and you raised a tremendous point about that. I, th- I think they do need a guy that can, can do it in the postseason. But why hasn't, you know, when you talk about Steven Stamkos, who had arguably one of his best years of his career, Nikita Kucherov, maybe an MVP, how come these guys aren't showing up more regularly in the postseason? Oh, I, well, I mean, I think I think teams are focusing on them. You know, I mean, every time okay. like, well, they, they, they focus on Ovechkin, they focus on on, on on Sid Crosby. I mean, exactly. Yeah, I know. No, no, I agree with you. But the problem is, is like, I mean, I hate to kind of say this, but because I like Steven Stamkos. But what is he except for that slap shot on a power play? He makes a couple nice moves. He scores that goal in in, in game four there. But, you know, he's like sitting there waiting for that slap shot. And the problem is, is a Columbus defender, you know, uh, in the past, it was a it was a Washington defender. They're not afraid. They're like, hey, if I can get my hands on the cup and be remembered for one slap shot that I stopped, I'll Mm -hmm. be forever a part of, of of Stanley Cup lore. And I think the problem is, is you can't just have it set where it's like every time we go on the power play, Nikita's going to pass the puck to Steven and Steven's going to put the puck in the neck. That doesn't always happen. You need right. guys who can step up. I think Anthony Sorelli is going to be so important moving forward. I like a guy like Adam Ernie if he's around, you know, so mm. th- I think you need to, it can't just be numbers, you know, 86 and 91 doing all the work. It can't just be Braden Point doing all the work. The guys are going to get paid. They're wonderful. They're going to get you to the playoffs. They're going to get you the number one spot. I need yeah. the role players who can score the shorthanded goals. You know, I need Alex Kalorn to get, you know, he who has 21 playoff goals. I need him to step up. I need Tyler Johnson to step up. That third and fourth line has actually been really good in the past couple of playoffs. So those are where you need to, you know, have those guys earn their money, you know, because the, the, the superstars are going to be there, but it's a lot like baseball, Rick. I mean, John Carlos Stanton doesn't hit home runs in the, in the postseason. Alex Rodriguez didn't hit home runs. You might get one great run in any one of those superstars and you'll take the great run because it could mean winning the championship. You know, unfortunately right now they just haven't had that great run. Kucherov was great back in what the 2015 season, but I mean, uh, playoffs, excuse me. But other than that, Right now, you just you just need to find some spark, some something, and it'll click for everybody. And once they get going, I think it'll be. I think the Bolts could run through a, a, a one of these playoffs where they don't get touched. You know, it's just we thought it was going to be this year, and it just didn't happen. Are you saying they need someone like a Derek Jeter, Mike? 
Well, listen, listen. Nobody's Derek Jeter, okay? When when Derek Jeter is Derek... By the way, this is the fan here, by the way. WFAM will take your calls. This is, you know, and we're not doing hockey today. We're not doing hockey. You know, guys call up, you know, hey, Mike, you want to talk about the Devils getting the one pick? We're not doing that right now, okay? It's five months until Kentucky Derby. We're going to talk about the Derby, okay? That's all I want to talk about, okay? Anyways, to answer your question, what's your name, Tom, Rick, whatever? Um, here's the point. Here's the point I'm making when Derek Jeter is Derek Jeter he's Mickey Mantle okay and that's the point I'm making that's it that's the calls back after this so that's That's perfect that's absolutely perfect better than Mike because as we know Mike's a little checked out right now he's not exactly sure what's going on but uh yeah but you can get on my app in five minutes I, I got an app you should get on the app it's a new technology it's this thing on your phone called an app it's like an appetizer except it's an app and you just like, you know, like my, my, that's what it is. So you, you'll call me and I'll, I'll answer and we'll talk, you know, on the app. That's what it is. Yeah, it's not, a nap. I'm going to take a nap on the app. So. I was going to say, <laughs> nap is something he's familiar with. I don't know if he's familiar oh. with app. Fantastic no. stuff. <laughs> uh, Chris Torello, who, who does, uh, let, let's, let's, let's go to the new sombrero. We're talking a uh, little, uh, and the box. Uh, I got the fifth round, fifth overall pick. Uh, talking to uh, your defensive line, your Joe McCoy. What's going on? You got uh, uh, Levante David, but they do have Mike Linebacker. With uh, I, I, uh, oh my god, what do you think? What are they going to do with the I draft? I mean, so let's let, first of all let's let's talk about the the latest uh, development, which is the NFL hates Tampa Bay and their football team. How else would you would you put out a schedule? where from September 22nd to, like, November 10th, the team does yeah. not play a game in, in, in Raymond James Stadium. Well, I mean, first off, let's talk about how they hate me being on draft coverage. I'm not even <laughs> on the draft anymore. That's a problem. But, um, no, I think <laughs> I think, um, I think the thing is, is what, like, man, I used to do that draft, you know what I mean? And then I thought. Yeah, I used to sit there with my good friend, uh, you know, Tom Jackson. We've been doing this 37 years. Uh, I think um, I think the thing is, is, like, do the Bucks deserve it though? You know, like I mean, I get Bruce Arians, Maybe. and I get that, but I'm just saying, like they had yeah. that chance a couple of years ago, right? Like mm-hmm. they got that mm-hmm. Dallas game late in the season. They got oh, a couple perfect. things yeah. late in the season. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't listen. I don't think they've earned anything. But my God, you're telling them you can't really be home for what seven weeks? That's yeah, a long seven time. Weeks. That's a long time, man. I don't know, but that's listen. I mean, listen. If I'm the Bucks, I don't care where I'm playing. I just we have to win. They have to if they can start two and zero somehow with that little stretch there, the eighth and the twelfth of September, it'll be huge. That'll be that's what they need. They need to get off to that quick start. Well, but we yeah. said it last year, and uh, you know, Fitzmagic navigated the uh, first three gauntlet of uh, of the season and was two and one, and didn't matter. They ended up three and six anyway. So. Their slow starts have gotten them. But if I'm Bruce Arians, and, and, and of course, you know, he doesn't buy green bananas right now, Chris. I mean, he is Mm. is 66 years old, so, you know, he needs to win right away. He's not going to say it, or maybe he will next Tuesday. But the people at One Buck Place, I can tell you, they are, I don't know, livid perhaps would be the right term. I mean, they knew that they had a lot of of air miles anyway because they're going to Seattle and and the Rams. They just didn't know they were going to have to do that and London all in within six weeks. So wait a second. So you mean to tell me that Jason Light, who goes up there and says, we got the guy we wanted. He doesn't. He's not going to stand up there and say, we got the schedule we wanted. That's the, that's the <laughs> one we wanted. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. That's the wild. Um, hey, can we keep it? Hey, can we keep the draft <laughs> questions, please? It's like, you know, like, exactly. Sorry. Yeah. You know, I actually sorry. I countered. Yeah, I countered that the other day, though, after we came out of sound of him talking about McCoy. I said, well, it was a draft question because you're probably trading him for draft picks. So it's, no it's a draft question. You know? Absolutely. Hey guys, it hey, hey, guys, we're all friends here. We're all friends here at Advent Health Training Center. So, um, you know, That's but right. um, yeah. it, it, I, I mean, I, I get it. You know, you're upset. But at the same time, it's like it. exactly. That's exactly right. I agree with you. Yep. So let me ask yeah. you this. Do you do you uh, are, are you. Uh, are you like-minded that you you think? I mean, McCoy's McCoy's days are done in Tampa, right? I mean, he's he's for whatever reason they're holding on to him. Maybe they get you know a ham sandwich or whatever that uh, they yeah. move up a few spots in the draft. There's no way Joe McCoy walks back in that building. I mean, you know, I don't I don't think he does. I think he's upset, right? I mean, you have to he think is, that. He I is mean, upset. Look, yeah. Right? I mean, you know, you, you know better prideful than anybody. Guy. You, yeah, you're the, guy, you're yeah. the you're the insider. You know every you know they're good. <laughs> you know you know more about this team than the team does itself. That's right. But I think I mean, um I, I mean if it was just pride, you know, think about your own job. I mean, like you're being told, Oh no, no, we really like you one month and then the next month you hear from your colleague while you're getting a drink of water. Oh, yeah, I yeah. just heard from the boss that, you know, you're not what you used to be when it comes to selling cars. You know, it's like, right, oh, right. boy, what, 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 why do I want to work here? You know, I can go down the street, you know. So I think, you know, but, you know, I think Gerald's a great guy. And he's been so much to this community. Um, you know, our friend Catherine Smith has done great stories on him donating glasses to a, to a kid. And so, I mean, I feel I feel bad, but I think he deserves a chance to go to the playoffs. And can we be honest? Yeah. I know Bucks fans are really high right now about this team, mm. but are they are they really a playoff contender right now? I mean, I don't mean to. Maybe they get to eight and eight, and we celebrate like it's a playoff. But I, I just I think he's better off going to. You know, get get them to New England, go somewhere else, you know, and Light's got yeah. ties to some of these places that could make a run. And Gerald McCoy deserves a chance to play in the playoffs. He's a great guy, hard worker, doesn't never says boo about anybody. He deserves his chance. So for his sake, I hope he is moved for his sake. Yeah, and I, I think they I think they'll either move or cut him. But I think they'd like to control perhaps to some degree where he goes, maybe to the AFC as opposed to the NFC South. If he walks in New Orleans or Atlanta, they probably wouldn't want to see that. So. Uh, maybe yeah. maybe that's part of this too, but we'll know soon enough because the draft is uh, just around the corner. Speaking of which, um, you watch a lot of college football, of course, with the exception of uh. UCF. You know nothing about the Knights. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the national champs, baby. They're national champs. Just put that. That's... Just you know what, dude? When when USF won the CBI, I wanted nothing more than for I wanted nothing more than for their athletic director, Michael Kelly. <laughs> To just take the take the camera phone, look into the camera, and start to say it, and then say nah, and then just walk away. <laughs> I would have, I would have given up my my paycheck for that. You know, like that's those are the or hold up a license, hold up a license plate, hold up a license yeah, yeah. plate, and then then just yeah. flip it over and yeah. nothing. Exactly. On it. You know what? Hey, you yeah. you had Rick Scott sign something into law for the state. Well, he's in Washington, <laughs> baby, and we're getting a national day for this. You know, that's right. <laughs> like you exactly. know. Like, 
you know. So, but you you but, watch uh, a lot of college yeah. football. We know you don't watch UCF, yeah. uh, which is an inside <laughs> joke for, for all you UCF fans out there. But you can follow yeah. Chris on Twitter, by the way, which uh, is is a great follow. But because of that, uh, you think Kyler Murray is a uh, is a bona fide number one overall pick? And I know with Clingsbury's uh, history with him, oh. perhaps that's the way they go. Or is this? Are we going to pull back the curtain and go? Yeah, they were never really going to take him number one. I think they are taking him one. Um, and yeah. I think it's, I, th- I think it's just, it, you know what? I think they've, you know, Rick, I know we've talked and I know I've talked with other people. It just seems like it's a done deal. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're, you're sitting there and first off, he's very athletic and, oh, yeah. um, Hey, did you know he played baseball? He was going to play baseball. So, I mean, you know, that, that story has been beaten a thousand times, but I think for him, it, you know, for anyone who doesn't think he's good, like everyone's still like, oh, he might, he may not play. He may be still a baseball guy. Like, no, 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 no. There's, this isn't, you know, anything about it. This guy got a taste of the spotlight. This guy knows what he can do with a football in his hands. And, and I think he really is kind of, he's got some Russell Wilson to him. Like I like his confidence. I like the way he stands. I think he does a pretty good job in the pocket. I think his pro day showed you that he's got a good arm and that he really does have that ability to see, um, see over the line there. And I think he'll do a fine job. Um, and he's built, I actually think he's really strong. So I think he's, he's going to be a really good pick. The problem is, is as you probably know, is sometimes just because you're really good and athletic, that's the rest of the NFL. And if you don't end up in the perfect situation at the perfect time, you're about as likely to succeed as Tim Couch with the Browns. So, I mean, mm. that's, that's pretty much what I see. Are you walking into a dumpster fire? You know, because I remember Lewis Riddick on ESPN saying last year when the job was open for Arizona, and I think Wilkes ended up get Steve Wilkes ended up getting it. And it was, I have heard, I think he said he heard from like four or five guys who said they would not touch that job with a 10 foot pole. And so that speaks volumes to the, to the, to the organization and the structure. And I think whether, whether you're the head coach or the quarterback, it's not a great place right now out in Arizona. Maybe Kyler Murray can change that, but I think he is going number one. Tell you what, man, you mentioned baseball, man. I need Barry Bonds. You know, if he's going to (laughs) play, he's got to hit home runs, man. Kyler Murray, this guy, I think he shuts the light goes off before he hits the bed. You know what I mean? He's a sweet I need Mariano Rivera, man. I need a guy that's a closer. You a closer? You finish games? You know what I mean? Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if you know John's gonna get him at four if he doesn't uh if he doesn't go at one. Oh so we'll my see oh, there, you, man, I'm chopping at the bit, man. Chomping at the bit to get my to get my boy Kyler Murray. But um yeah, see, I don't even do close to the Gruden you do, but um uh, but I think um yeah. <laughs> I you think no, you're right. He but you mentioned on our show the other night, Spectrum Sports 360 every night at 1030, um, you mentioned that what if two quarterbacks go mm-hmm. and, you know, are sitting there? You know, I, what if they go? What if Dwayne Haskins, someone falls in love with him or whatever? What happens if two quarterbacks go ahead and the Bucks are sitting there at five? Last year, you and I both agreed Mr. Polk County himself, Derwin James, should be <laughs> – a should should still be a buck right now. I mean, I'm still upset about that. You know, as you know, as a journalist, as a fan, as as a man, I'm upset. But I think, you know, they can't screw up the fifth pick, right? I mean, if 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 they tra- if they don't don't trade the pick, take the guy you want at five. For the love of God, do not outthink yourself. You're not smart enough to outthink yourself. Oh my God! When I played football, my coach used to say, "You're too stupid to think." Like just just do it. Just take the guy you want. Yeah, no. If they are lucky enough to see two quarterbacks go, then you're right. They can't screw it up. It's it's idiot proof, as we say. But um, the other the quarterback that might go, um, 
maybe even before Haskins, if we're talking about somebody other than Kyler Murray, it might be Drew Locke. You know, maybe Den- I don't, Denver. I don't like understand ever. that. I don't understand really? that. Somebody, you, no, I don't. Not Drew Locke he's like guy? Blaine, no? No, he's like Blaine Gabbard, only worse. It's really? like, what are we doing here? I don't like him. I don't. The, I'm the sorry. quick release. He played four years in Missouri. He came into the swamp and won. Yeah. yeah so four, I like the four-year quarterbacks, man. Johnny Manziel no. beat Alabama. Well, that's a good What point. does that mean? What does See, that Johnny mean? Manziel, you know? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This guy John drink, Manziel. Drinks a lot? Oh, yeah. John, John, oh, John, John Manziel. I'm sorry. It's John. Okay. Yeah, I'm reinventing myself. Yeah, yeah. Go, <laughs> go north to the border. You can reinvent yourself. Eh? Check out this hoser over here. Eh? How you doing? We got a longer field. You want to come play for us? So, um, you know, but everybody okay, can't so, wait to play for us. All right. So, you, so the quarterbacks in your mind are going to be Murray and then maybe Haskins, right? Off the board, that's the order? Is that the order yeah, they come what, off? They have to, right? It has yeah. to. But I think yeah. you're right. I think Locke has impressed a lot of people. So um, mm. so we'll we'll see. I mean, I think there's there's a lot of room to improve. I mean, like, could the Giants use that 17th pick to jump up with a second round or a third round and say, hey, like, we'll come back up a little bit? I don't think they're taking somebody at six, though. But I think somebody is going to jump up to take a Haskins. But then the Giants could jump up and say, oh, wow, if, if someone's taking this guy, maybe maybe Daniel Jones is going, you know, or maybe Will Greer isn't going to be there. Or maybe the maybe they like Drew Locke. You know, it's it's really tough to tell because everybody brings in those 30 guys. And then it's like, OK, well, obviously they're not taking this guy because he's going number one, but they still meet with him. So I think it's going to be interesting to see. But like you remember Mitch Trubisky a couple of years ago, Rick, I mean, that yeah, that shocked yeah. everybody. That was yeah. just out of left field. You know, I don't think people were able to tweet out that that pick before it actually went on the air. So that was one of those last true surprises that we've had. So we'll we'll see. Yep. But yeah, um, but see yeah, quarterbacks Drew, will go. Not, not, Drew, not a, a lock to go in the first round. <laughs> we'll, we'll right back. Um, OK, let's let's wind up with this one, because this is this has been uh, this is sort of my dream to uh, to be on with you because we can do these voices and have fun, but talk sports. Um, I. I wanted to ask you about the Rays. What what are we seeing? Is this is this sustainable? Uh, pitching and defense uh, should not go into a big slump. But the surprising thing is they have this uh, new, uh, not new really, but this metric where every ball they seem to hit is over 100 miles an hour, which is interesting. Mm. I'm not sure exactly what it means, but uh, are are we watching? Truly, they have the best record in baseball. Are we watching one of the best teams in baseball this year? Oh, you're watching the best team in baseball, and it's and I don't think it's going to change. I was talking with somebody really? about this. Or, oh, wow. I think so. I I mean, let, let's face it. I mean, you've got really good pitching. You know, you're yes. you're you know, and, and here's the thing. And 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 every last year they had the heartbreak of where guys were getting hurt left and right. I mean, Honeywell goes down in spring training. Sure. De Leon is hurt. You know, you bring in Banda. You know, and he gets hurt. So I mean, y- these guys are getting healthy. Honeywell could be here. And just add to their success in the rotation. And if guys are healthy, and if Kiermaier doesn't get hurt when he wa- when he wakes up, you know things <laughs> things. It's the changing truth. a diaper. I'm, you could change I'm, a diaper, and something could happen, right? I mean, you're yeah. not prepared. You know, it's like Property Brothers. You know, <laughs> Snell is going. It just doesn't look good over here anymore. Property goes on the foot. He's gone for a week. Uh, what are you going to do? You know, I mean, it's it's the truth. You know, I mean, their bad luck is Blake Snell misses a start because his fourth toe is hurt. 
if that's the luck, <laughs> the bad luck, they're okay. Wait, seriously. Now how did that? Now, seriously, there are certain things that that guys come up with at how they got injured. Okay, and I I don't know Blake Snell well enough to think that he wouldn't do anything but tell the truth. Yeah, well, yeah, I know yeah. he's a Boy Scout. Yeah. Having said that, does it seem odd that you would move furniture coming out of the shower while you're wet with something like that's made of, of, of something heavy enough to break your toe? That I'm still trying this, to picture that in my. Well, I don't want to picture that in my mind, actually. No, nah, it's okay. But, I get you. I get you. But nonetheless. No, but I think. Well, listen, we're all creative at different times. I mean, you know, I think for me, it's you know, <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not exactly in the shower thinking to myself, man. You know, I could really, really, you know, paint the exterior to the house. You know, I'm not. You know, that's not where I do my thinking. You know, sometimes no, it's in the no. car. You know, but yeah. it's like you know, listen, we all come up with ideas, and you know, so, you know, it's like if you're walking by something and you go, man, this looks a little crooked. You know, you want to fix it. You know, so yeah, okay. I, I, right. I, I guess in I his mind, you know, Mister Twenty Five Year Old. $50 million. Hey, I got to fix this, you know, like, you know, why have somebody come and fix it for you? So, but Hey, you know, whatever. So, yeah, but yeah, but I, that's the I, type of luck they're having. So they're going to be okay. And Mike Zanino is a great ad. He said he's having more fun playing for them than he's ever had playing baseball. Um, yeah. dude, if, if, I mean, I think the Yandy Diaz, my God, I mean, you know, Jake Bowers, that was a brilliant trade. No one thought that was going to work out, you know. And right. I mean, if Joey Wendell comes back this weekend and he's okay. So all the right things are falling in place for them. And I'll tell you what, you got the Red Sox coming in for the weekend. I mean, this is really like, like okay, you know what, Red Sox, we're going to take two or three from you. And we're going to make sure that you know that we're for real this year. And I think this is a perfect weekend for the Rays to be, you know, playing all these bad teams. Now they get the Red Sox. I don't care if they're not playing well. Go and win two out of three and show yeah, and me something. Already, for my, yeah. Yeah, they're already burying them uh, substantially in the standings. And, and while you don't win it in April, if you're the Red Sox, you're digging the hole that the Rays did a year ago. Although I, I do want to, you know, this isn't Mike Francesca. This is not. Francesca, mm-hmm. this is not the Red Sox Yankees. I mean, the Red Sox Yankees. Oh well, I mean, listen, listen. You got a problem with them playing a five-hour game? Get lost. <laughs> All right, they can play five. They could play a ten-hour game reading the phone book, and it would be exciting. Okay, okay. Uh, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, anyways. So, yeah. Terrific. He is Chris uh, Torello. He knows sports. <laughs> you can see him, of course, on Spectrum uh, 360 Channel 9 uh, on your dial. And uh, really, as you just heard, a knowledgeable guy and a fun guy to have on. Thanks, Chris. We have to do this uh, more regularly, hey, which is more you, than once. You call and I'll pick up the phone. You know, as they said, stand by me and I'll be there for you. Play much. <laughs> <laughs> right, buddy. Take care. We'll see you. See ya. Big weekend series coming up. Of course, it will be the Rays and the Red Sox as they try to get a little more separation over the defending World Series champions. And by the time we talk on Monday, we'll be just four days away from the NFL draft. Imagine that. The box, of course, with that number five overall pick. You can follow all our coverage all through the week and the weekend, of course, on TampaBay.com. And, hey, if you'd like to sponsor a portion of this podcast, remember you can do that. we got lots of new ways uh, for you to uh, to make that work. So just for information, contact us on Twitter at SportsDayTV or you can reach me on Twitter at NFL Stroud or my email address is rstroud at tampabay.com. For Steve Versnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great weekend, everybody. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.